0: to the 84th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where Alex Lane is snarky all the time. (laughs) And, And at the same time, we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. Um, And I've got a bit of an allergy slash cold thing going on. So if I've got this whole Brenda Vaccaro thing going on, that's why. Um, And I'm joined tonight by four of my co-hosts, Alex Lane, Charlotte Hyde, Jennifer Lynn, and Wendy Sierra. Ladies, good evening. Hello. I
1: thought it
2: was like your sexy telephone operator voice.
0: (laughs) Yes. 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 Yeah. It's the uh, phone sex operator voice. Hello.
3: And now we have a new topic for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Sex
2: phone operators
3: (laughs) and video games and video games. We could make that work. (laughs) Next week. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm.
2: Okay, we need to prep.
0: Oh God! So, ladies, (laughs) (laughs) introduce yourselves, please, before this goes down a really bad (laughs) path.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Alice Slade. I'm an assistant professor at Metropolitan State University. I have a butterscotch in my mouth that I forgot to finish before I start. <laughs> so um let's see. It was my first week as a professor. My well my second week now. So I'm pretty tired. So we might get a little loopy tonight. Should be fun. Uh I study video games and gender issues in the video game industry. Um, focusing particularly on uh corporate documents and things like that, and I'm teaching this semester a children, adolescents, and the media, the culture of video games. Ooh.
3: Yeah,
2: so now I'm an expert on children, so that's good for us all, <laughs> that's good for us all, I think. Yeah. Mm. That's sort of scary, okay. <laughs> remember, uh, remember last time we recorded and that creepy Donnie Darko face like appeared Yeah. On? Yeah. So I, I noticed I put yeah. the lights on today. Yeah. And then we have the painting that I bought. I was really drunk in Seattle and I had like $80 left to get back to like my for the whole rest of the trip and I bought that off like a street vendor when I was drunk for $80. So... <laughs> I have to display it proudly now. <laughs> well, that one, that was weird. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go next, I guess. I'm Charlotte Hyde. I am a doctoral candidate at Purdue University and a uh, Lego scholar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have re-
1: <laughs> I have recently been focused on figuring out how to ride
3: dissertation and also be a Lego
1: scholar at the same time.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm Jen Justice. I'm a PhD student at Purdue University. Um, I am interested in digital rhetorics and programming and game studies and pedagogy, um, So, which is all kind of jumbling together in a lovely mess. Um, and I'm starting to add uh, professional writing theory into that, too. So. Yay. <laughs>
2: No one yells at her for doing too much, and you all yell at me, you jerks.
3: Hey, I'm not saying I'm not guilty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Neither am I. I'll never make that claim. Nice. You know what
3: I I say, not what I do.
2: I
4: am Wendy Sierra. I am an assistant professor in English and digital cultures and technologies at St. John Fisher College in New York. And I am totally excited for my fall schedule, which includes a digital feminisms course, a game design course using Game Maker, and a freshman composition course using Minecraft. Who's Can I you when I grow up? up? Minecraft.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Props <laughs> to Wendy. Anything kind of but weird. Minecraft. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh we got a fun night plan, so let's jump in. We're gonna start uh kinda quickly run through what we're playing, what we're reading, what we're drinking, if we're doing any of those things. Um <clears throat> and uh since I went first before, I'll go first again and I'll go quickly this week. Um, I'm playing a lot of the same old stuff. I'm playing Mario Kart eight and Super Mario three D World. Um playing both because P's been wanting to play both. Um and Jumping back into those. Um, I am also playing a whole lot of Farmville, too. Um, <laughs> Why
2: do you never help me on my farm, you jerk?
0: Well, because you never play. And uh, What do you
2: mean I never play? <laughs> I, help, I help out your tomatoes like every fucking day.
0: <laughs> I will help you every day from now on.
2: You know who's really helpful to me is Jen, is very helpful and also Yay. Sarah. Sarah has yeah, been,
3: been super helpful. I she should have started. Just started. she has been
2: putting all five of her like chipot things into me, but I guess she's doing it for everybody, so go her.
0: Well, anyway. Well, cuz you can do it more than <laughs> you can do more than once a day. See? Here's my phone. I'm going to I'm going to go help your farm. Um <laughs> I've also been playing um on the 3DS of um Kirby Triple Deluxe um which I got from GameFly um because there was nothing else in my queue that was supposed to be coming anytime soon <clears throat> but I haven't been terribly impressed with it unfortunately oh, Someone send that to one back. In your glasses. That's because they're a bunch of alcoholics, and uh, <laughs> I missed
2: that. What's that?
0: Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> <an> alcoholics, but... <laughs> what? Um, and I've also been playing um, on the PS4, um, the new game from Spry Fox, Road Not Taken. Um, it's the one of the free games this month from. Um, for PlayStation Plus, um, it's uh, Sprite Fox is the same same dev that made uh, Triple Town. Um,
2: I loved Triple Town.
0: So I don't it's know kind what of, that was,
2: oh, you don't need to. It was to.
0: a it was a mobile game where you had to match up like like bears and houses to make. It
2: Sounds freaking crazy. It sounds
0: know. crazy, but it was a whole lot of fun. It was like crazy addictive.
2: Huh. Um, like, yeah. three bears, no, like, three trees make a hut, and you know,
0: three huts, make, huts a house make a house, and, and three, houses three houses make a mansion, Yeah. three houses make a
2: castle. Uh, and then they make a treasure chest, oddly enough. Yes. <laughs> Wait, castle's a um,
0: treasure chest? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't yeah know. I think so. It was something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, but, um, so, roll Not Taken... Um, is based on a Robert Frost poem, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> um and Two Roads diverged in a wood and I I took the
2: one less traveled by. Right. And That's that makes all the big. difference.
0: But they, <laughs> they, they but they changed the title and called it Road Not Taken. Um so you play a little adventurer who oddly enough um is dead and um <laughs> he dies at the very beginning. At least they didn't kill any kids. Um because I was like, but you have to go save kids from freezing to death and take them to their parents. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to, like, match up, like, sets of things um, in the forest in order to, like, open pathways and do other things to, to be able to reach the children. Um, it's actually a whole lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Uh, unfortunately, it's only on the PS4 and not on the Vita, which is where I really think it should be. I think hmm. it should be on the Vita. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's fine on the PS4, but it really should be on the Vita. because, But it probably feels that way to me because I played so much Triple Town and I played that on the mobile device. So, yeah. That's what I'm playing. Alex, what you playing?
2: Um, Let's see. Uh, <laughs> not a whole lot. I was tr- looking for the mute button. I was like, I muted myself. Where's the mute button? <laughs> Um, because my crazy dogs are fighting. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I've been playing the new Hearthstone expansion pretty diligently. I haven't seen you on there at all, Sam. Have you given up? Um, I haven't
0: had a lot of time to play Hearthstone, but
2: um, yeah, the new expansion is really fun. It's a little disappointing because, like, for me, like that has been the best part of the game so far. Like, I really enjoy it. Um, but they only give you, like, for each like wing you unlock, they only give you three to four people to fight. So it's like, in a few hours you are done. So, it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. In that respect. Um, which I get because it's not a solo game. Like, it's a you know PvP game or whatever. Um, so, that's fine. But I would enjoy it a lot more if they did more levels and expansion and bosses and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun. Um, and I've been playing Farmville, of course, lots of Farmville, and <laughs> and helping Sam's Lemons to be rebuffed.
0: Um, well, I just spent all my um, turns on you.
2: Oh, all right, that's good because I got to make like forty pairs of wool socks tonight.
0: Oh, you should tell me that before I did that. Uh, <laughs>
2: I've been man. I've been playing a shitload of Catan because Catan's online now uh, on hmm. on the uh, iPad. You can play it online against people. So, like, me, Mike, my mom, and my brother have been playing almost every night. We've been playing a, a game. So,
0: it's fun. Oh, well, I might well, have to um, buy that now. Oh,
2: you for sure should.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah,
2: well, and it's free? I, I, I don't remember. It, it can <laughs> HD. But you have to buy, like, the Seafarers and the Knights and Cities expansions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so, it's online multiplayer for Seafarers and the regular one. Um, but to do the nights and cities, they haven't come out with that yet. But they said in the next update they're gonna have that, which is gonna be amazing. So um, that game's that's been that's been taking up I, almost every night. I've played at least one game, usually like ten. And um, and now I played for my indie game of the week. I played Spell Crafter, which I will talk about in the indie game section. Cool, cool, Charlotte.
0: I
1: haven't played anything. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I've been, like, when I went to uh, Scotland, the thing I missed the most was Lego, so I'm, like, really into that right now. So I've been trying to uh, learn how to run or walk before I can run in the sense of programming the robotic stuff. Oh. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on right now. I haven't played anything. I want to play what Sarah mentioned, the... Five nights at Freddy's, is that what it's called? Yeah, I've heard Something that utterly terrifying. Yeah, I want to play that, but I have, been, I have been totally focused on Lego, so nothing. Yeah.
3: Um yeah, I'm kind of behind too. Um I've pretty much just been doing fallbacks, so lots of lots of Farmville. So much Farmville. It's sad. Um, and then Skyrim.
0: You have a Skyrim, Jones.
3: I do have... Well, it got real bad right before the school year started. So, I just... I had to... Plus, I have this shiny new gaming computer, and everything runs so pretty on it, and... I had to see what Skyrim was supposed to be like when it wasn't, like, crashing every hour on my laptop.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) It's really, really cool, by the way.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I am, however, looking forward to the next podcast because I am hoping to get into that pigeon dating simulator that's coming out on Steam, and I am excited. Yes,
0: (laughs) Yes. pigeon Pigeon dating. dating. You
2: know what else is coming out very soon is The Sims.
0: Yeah. Next. Okay, you know what? I think I'm boycotting Sims, I'm pissed. Because no toddlers, no swimming pools, but they're going to sell them to you as DLC. Oh. Oh, gasp. Shocked. Hey, I don't, no. I don't I mean,
2: Sims is a soulless, money grumming group of fucking bastards who are gonna put themselves into a put their entire company into an early grave. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm gonna soak up all the Sims I can. Okay, I
1: but doing. but what exactly is exciting about The Sims? Because I mean, I totally don't get it. <laughs> hey, it's one of those
2: things, though. You either like simulation games or you don't. You know,
1: right. Right, and that's what you told me, but, like, what is it that you like about
2: it? <laughs> Well, it's not just Sims. It's everything. It's Farmville. You know, you're, like, a farmer, and you, like, check your crops and shit. Like, I don't, you know, like, it's weird. Um, but I don't know.
3: I think I think what appeals for me about simulation games is it's it's got goals set within it, but it's yeah. customizable enough that you can kind of prioritize the goals that you have. Um... And so, it's been fun in the past, like with sims, especially as their personality generators have gotten even more advanced, um, to customize character, uh, sim, sim characters as either characters from stories or characters from shows or as friends that I know, and then just let them loose and see what happens. Um, it's often incredibly funny, especially when they really do act like who you expect them to act like. Okay. Um, well, the other thing, then, too... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no no go ahead I'm rambling.
2: I was just, I was just gonna say the other thing too is um, it's it's the same for me it's like the same draw as leveling up like mm-hmm. you level up any character you get stuff it's like the most basic draw of ninety percent of the games right like you want to build and amass and collect and you know enhance your character. I'm
1: and then more line of a, them
2: up and see what they're gonna do.
1: <laughs> I guess I'm more of a let's move through the narrative but I can see that.
2: Yeah, and I've not, I, I don't think I've ever been drawn to a story because of the narrative, like, the, uh, like, the, uh, the, what the hell you guys were just talking about, the zombie, uh, Walking You mean the game? horror movie? Yeah, the Walking Dead oh, games, okay. like, eh, or oh, I'm click, 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 or this is why I don't like JRP- most JRPGs, mm-hmm. yeah. click, 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 yeah. okay, I don't care, I'll read a book if I want to read a book. Absolutely,
3: so, I, I like, I like both of them. Um. I'm just either for a story or because it's nice and just kind of something you can do almost mindlessly while also still being very engaged mm-hmm. with like the leveling up, the grinding, or or yeah, doing I like something the like. The art. Art. Yeah, I always
2: liked grinding though too, which is weird.
3: That I'm with is, you on that. What's that? Oh, did you do like that? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah,
0: no grinding. You know, sometimes I, it's like I hate grinding. I see the need for it. When I'm playing a game, but I hate grinding.
1: Tell I totally hate it too. Unless unless I'm invested in the game and it's like a strategy Mm -hmm. and I think about it all the time and I got to do it. That's something different. But I can tell you for real, there's only one game that has done that to me. What's that? Dead Rising. Uh, I can kick the shit out of and explain in detail how to do it (laughs) (laughs) for every boss. But other games. I just want to get to the narrative. Move on.
0: Okay, I got. Well, you. that was
2: interesting to
0: learn about ourselves. Yes, yes. <laughs> I nice little the version. What Is are it, you playing, Wendy?
4: I, after posting about age vampires and how I don't play Warcraft anymore, signed <laughs> uh, <can't laughs> up for Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> and after talking about how I don't research specs and itemization and best-in-slot anymore, have been researching specs and itemization and best-in-slot. <laughs> so uh, I've been, uh, been doing
2: that. It's a service to us all, though, because one of us had to be playing the for the... Person. For the new expansion, right? And I like, literally cannot afford it, or I for sure would be doing it right now. Well, I had to get off my mom's credit card when I bought the house, so I can't even put it on her credit card anymore, so.
4: <laughs> and what kind of, uh, I guess I was persuaded into re after having said, nope, out, done, no more, quit. Um, then I heard a, b- a whole bunch of cool stuff about the new expansion, and I was like, "Damn it, Blizzard! How do you do it?"
2: I quit things all the time. I'm really good at quitting things.
0: I quit for about a year and Just a half. Just not stay and quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. don't need to stay quit. No tomorrow. one
3: said that was a caveat.
4: Yeah, and then uh, I uh, I did play a little Borderlands Borderlands 2 as well. Um, they had a free weekend. Like uh, last weekend, weekend before, getting ready for the pre-sequel, the, the prequel sequel. Mm-hmm. The best title ever. So. Just just some of that. Oh, and I played Always Sometimes Monsters as well, um, which I feel like I gave the mixed re- most mixed review ever for. Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: it's frustrating, though, because for whatever reason, I guess because of the system that they're designing it in. It won't run on my laptop. Or it'll run, but none of the controls will work. I can't move anywhere. So I have to shoo my husband off of his computer if I want to play it.
2: Um, which is a dicey
4: proposition.
0: Hmm. I just bought a
2: game on Steam too and I loaded it on both my machines and it doesn't work on either of them. So, What What's is that? it? It's called like Spectral Nights maybe? I don't know. Let me open
0: up my Steam. That sounds familiar.
2: Um, it was. I think it's in early release yet. But it's like a. It was like a ten dollar game. I got it for a buck, so I was like, all right, so I'll do that. That's a cup of ramen noodles. I can totally handle it. <laughs>
4: that. <laughs> Technically, that's several cups of ramen noodles,
2: but. Well, I have the uh, gluten allergy, so I have to buy the fancy ramen
4: noodles. Oh, oh okay. yes. okay. ramen.
2: It's. Yeah. I get it at the Trader Joe's. I feel like oh. it'll kill me less if it comes from Trader Joe's. It <laughs> sounds work.
4: legit. Yeah,
2: it's pretty legit. I'm no
4: biologist, but
2: <laughs> I have a doctorate. well, my yeah, my favorite thing to do now is because I have a doctorate. Like I took Bio 101 in college, right? When I in my undergrad, so I'm like, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a i am like i am ai am ai am have a doctorate and I studied biology because that's true, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been doing that. That is a certain amount. Oh, I do it a lot. I do it a I, lot. I uh, Night Shift is the
4: game, Night Shift. I spent a good several weeks telling my husband everything I told him was technically his doctor's advice. (laughs) (laughs) And fly for long, that was... He let that go for maybe a week, and then it was like, no. Nice. Like, okay, I
2: get
3: it. Hey, that kind of accomplishment deserves some gloating.
2: That's what I I thought. I'm still making Mike call me Doctor Wife.
0: <laughs>
2: Subject.
0: What's next? What 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 you reading?
1: Usually,
2: what you reading? Yeah. Well, Same I can you
0: see. Reading. You know what? I'm not really reading. <clears throat> Excuse me. I bought a bunch of books um, that I have not had a chance to start reading yet, um, and I blame that on someone who who posted about the. Uh, the MIT Press sale on the game studies book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah wow. So I bought a bunch of books. <clears throat> uh, wallet. Yeah, I bought um, a book uh, called Co- Connected Learning uh, on why we should be teaching code to kids in K through twelve.
3: Oh, that's the one you were telling me about. Ooh, yeah, I need that for my class. Yeah, you do need that for your class.
0: So I bought Connected Learning, Play Matters, the new Miguel Sickhart book. Yeah, I got that one. Have you read it? I bought Literary Gaming, which is a new book, um, because in the spring, I'm going to be teaching <clears throat> a um, a narrative and games course um, that specifically looks at like sci-fi and fantasy, so that's good. sounds be- interesting. And then I bought some other stuff that I can't remember off the top of my head, um, but <clears throat> most of my reading other than that has been um, kids' books in, in the last... Uh, in the last couple of weeks, I haven't really had time to do a whole lot of reading, so. But I bought stuff, and I'm ready to read. How's that? That's a step. Yeah. I I feel like
4: that counts as work, right? That's part
3: of the process. Yeah. That's for sure work. Because you yeah, have to yeah.
4: research
0: it and stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just filled out two complete uh, like acquisition forms, just full of books that I'm gonna make the university buy. From. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Smart. Hmm. What you reading, Alex? Oh, let's see. Okay, so one thing that I have started doing—I don't remember if it was if it was like Charlotte after your post. Um, I then read this other thing, this other post about. Oh, yeah, it was your thing. It was your 25-minute thing, right?
1: The Pomodoro's. Yeah. The pom- yeah, 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 yeah. that's
2: right. So I, tr- I just, I decided to start doing that. So I picked up. Like, just a trashy, because, so i have like, I've been feeling bad that I haven't been reading much, and I've been realizing that I read constantly, all day, every day, just not like academic books. So I've been reading stuff on children, adolescents, and the media, obviously. Uh, so, uh, I have a textbook that I'm teaching in that class, and then some of Sherry Gerner, uh, not Sherry Gerner, uh, Sherry Turkle's work on um, Alone Together, Right. So, revisiting that stuff, but I did a 25-minute segment on, like, a trashy mystery novel.
3: Yay, hey,
0: <laughs> So,
2: I started reading a Dean Koontz book this morning, because it was beautiful out, and I sat outside and drank some coffee.
3: That doesn't look like Odd Thomas, though. No, it's not
2: it's Odd not Thomas, that is true. I'll get there.
3: But,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, I started reading that, and then, um, oh, what was the other? Oh, uh, have you guys heard of Reign of the Phallus?
0: <laughs> no.
2: So it's a book written. We read a, a chapter of it in Thomas's classics class, and it is a book about and it's studying ancient Greece's obsession with the phallus. She calls it a phallocracy, and. Uh, we read the one chapter out of it and I bought the book because I really loved it but um, I never actually started reading it so I decided that as my like aside to constantly reading about games all day every day this was going to be like my weird little thing that I was reading so then I read a chapter of that too so it's it's such a good book <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really funny. She's super snarky. I can imagine, like, after 40 years being a classics professor, like, as a woman, and, like, just watching all these, like, douchebags going through and talking about being like, oh, no, like, totally ignoring the homosexuality in ancient Greece, totally being like, no, women had more freedom than we thought they did. Like, they were cool. Or being like, well, you know, it's legit that they had that society where they wouldn't even let women leave the house or... They could be put to death without a trial because they weren't actually humans, you know. But, like, totally ignoring that part of ancient Greece and just, like, mm-hmm. holding up the culture as this, like, poetic. Ideal. Yeah. Ideal, exactly, ideal. And she, like, traces, well, she doesn't trace, she opens up the space <laughs> to bring back a lot of the um, sexism in our society today to the same, like, view. When, in fact, what was really interesting is there is a section in the book talking about how um how like part of the desperate grasp to hold on to this male centric society is because they had a fear this like is incredibly pervasive throughout the culture fear that if women had any power that they would very quickly take over and destroy the men right that sounds familiar this sounds like the video game community to me and as I was reading, like, that's what in got American me like, politics. super, well, right, and that's what got me, like, super interested, is, like, like because the video game stuff that's happening right now is so severe, it's really similar to the yeah. stuff that was happening to women in ancient Greece. Like, they couldn't leave their house, they couldn't speak in public, like, or they would, you know, live, be, by law, and by everybody's approval, be, like, put to death and stuff, so it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. So, anyway.
1: Anywho! <laughs> that was fun. That's what I've been reading. Next. Charlie. Well, I suppose I'll go since that segment like in my side. The phallus? No, the, uh, Pomodoro. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> I haven't read, read anything, but I am, uh... At the point in my academic career where I'm trying to figure out how to work alone, I guess. Because mm-hmm. that's what we have to do. You have to work alone. You have to write dissertation, and um, hard. Yeah, it's hard. But I also, you know, I, I have this, this area that I want to dedicate my life to also, which is the um, Lego stuff, Mindstorms, storms, mm-hmm. programming, whatnot. So how do you do that? How do you, like, uh, make your dissertation happen and also have this other thing happen? I've I, I, I really put a lot of thought into this, and it's not working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because I've done it wrong, but I, I'm working on it. So... <clears throat> the Pomodoro's are awesome. No, they are. They're awesome.
2: It's been working I'm for me. I've, like, started reading a novel and some stuff about Greek history, feminism yeah. Greek history, and those are like, I love doing that shit, and I haven't done it in months. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the problem is the Pomodoros are awesome, but you can't schedule your day like that. It can't be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do 12 Pomodoros today, because that's uh, six hours' worth of 25-minute focused things. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's not going to work, because things come in, and uh, other people come in, things come in, things happen. Yeah,
0: yeah so, it's structuring it that much, right. just...
1: I'm going to yeah. do
2: two of them with, get to read my novel today, or two of them to...
1: Yeah, it's not going to work, so... No, mm-hmm. uh, no it's not... Mm. <laughs> I think that it's like adjusting, right? So... I think what I'm going to do, my new thing, is I'm going to try five pomodoros, which is two and a half hours of pomodoros. Those are the focused work, focused work for 25 mm-hmm. minutes. Will be the dissertation and whatever else is currently important. Leaving the the other half of the day as things that are that come up, because things come up. I can't I can't ignore that things come up, so. That sounds
0: legit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
4: think an important part of that stage in the dissertation process is just figuring out how you work.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: That's
4: what I'm saying. Get, yeah. You get cut free essentially and then you're like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. But,
1: but I have to do this.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm gonna figure right. it out. And I can't I can't schedule my day like, you know super rigid, because it doesn't work, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on day three of my experiment, and I know it doesn't work, so.
2: uh, but it's kind of working, like, in know, it just isn't perfect, right? All
1: right, yeah, I just have to, like, uh, tweak, refo- it? Yeah, tweak it, or refocus, or whatever, it, it just, I just can't, like, schedule my day, like, some kind of, like, Super rigid. This is what's going to happen. I have to realize that I have about half of my day to me, and half of it has to be to everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Logit. And I'm really, this is really important to me because I'm trying to. It's not that I'm trying to play with Legos because I want to play with Legos, which I do really <laughs> want to play with Legos. <laughs> but I also see Legos as. Um, a jumping board, a a um, springboard. That I, yeah, a springboard that, that will get me to my next career because I don't see Legos as just like, hey, I'm putting Legos together. It's like uh, I'm learning how to program and build robotics and all that, and that's important too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I need to, I'm trying to figure out my schedule where I get all of that done.
4: And for committees.
1: Yeah, and all of everybody else's things.
2: You guys leave me be leave me be on the four committees. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I'll figure it out. I'm <laughs> just telling you, but Alex, I mean, you have a point. I mean it's like I have this schedule and then I'm all rigid until people are like, Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I'm like, Yeah, I want to do all well, I
2: care about stuff and things yeah. so fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so yes, that's my same dilemma. Yeah. How do all that?
2: I still remember my first semester at Purdue where I came in and tri- and held like a, what was it, a prelim study group so we could like start <laughs> taking diligent notes and stuff the very first semester. <laughs> so I was gonna pass they warned
3: us about your approach. <laughs> yeah. I
1: never, well, I
2: never did it because Jenny was like, no, because you're stupid. And if you take notes and start studying now, your notes for later will be stupid. Which right. It was a very effective <laughs> argument. Not like, no, you shouldn't, because that argument is <laughs> never going to work. But, no, you're stupid worked quite it well. Works very
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, of course, I came in with the same attitude, and Alex was like, no, you're stupid. And I'm like, no, I'm not stupid. And then I realized, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and, of course, she didn't say stupid, too, but... You know. Yeah. And yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> oh. You're stupid, so don't do that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Regardless slightly <laughs> less stupid
1: She
2: was right. I mean, she
3: was yeah. right. Regardless of what I said,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: Okay. Um, let's see. So what I've been reading. Um my reading's been all over the place because I've been I've been uh doing some minor research on Joan Didion's *Play It As It Lays* because I had a, an article that I thought was almost publishable, and it's not almost publishable mm-hmm. at all. It no, um, so I'm back to the drawing board and looking through research. But that's been kind of fun. Uh, I, I like I really like Didion and I really like *Play It As It Lays*, so it's mm-hmm. kind of a fun text to dive into, and it really it really works well with a lot of the the stuff that we've been doing with the, with the feminist game culture and that too, um, that particular novel especially. Um, and then I started reading, I, I finished all of the Walking Dead episodes that were on Netflix, and therefore this was the logical point to start reading the comic, um, the graphic novel, and I'm disturbed. It the the violence towards women and the attitude towards women is so much worse in the graphic novel than in the show or the game. Really, I
2: never read them. It's pretty bad. You you get a little taste of it, and when they're like, but and when the, especially if the women are like, this is our role. Shut the fuck up and do it.
3: Yeah, it, you get that like that little taste at the beginning of The Walking Dead, but I'd uh, like the show, but it mm-hmm. it's it's relatively balanced, or at least like. Yeah, there's there's the sexism there, but then you also see the racism in other places and like they're highlighting how bad it is. Mm-hmm. But like with the with the graphic novel, it's pervasive. Like even characters that you like in the show are sexist bigot assholes. Like mm-hmm. they they toss uh insults towards women like their candy. There there have been there was a brutal rape already, there were uh, kids murdered, I mean, and wow. two female children, by the way, um, but not that it matters when it when it's a kid involved, but I mean, like, there was a sexual component to it, which just makes it even worse. Sam, don't um, read the graphic
2: novel, I guess.
3: Don't read no. the graphic novel, Sam. Um, and I mean, like, it's it's a really interesting thing. I'm glad I'm reading it, because the comparison's very fascinating, and it's interesting to see what they included and what they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. And the ways that it changed in the in the development of characters, and some I like better in the in the comics, some I like better in the show, um, but just the overall feel is just so much more oppressive. Like it's mm-hmm. it's interesting how strong that comes across. Um, so that's it's been an interesting read, but it's been really rough. So that's me. of oh,
2: sad. No, sad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah.
4: And I feel like that, I mean, does that kind of color your opinion of the show now that you've read the graphic um, novel and you kind
3: of have that in your mind? No, because to me, they feel like such different entities. Really? Um, like, so much. It, they're, they're the same thing. It's the same characters, kind of, but, like, the characters are so different. Carol is almost another character. Carol is another character entirely. Um, like, you, there is no similarity. Between mm-hmm. who she is in the comics and who she is in the show. Um, a lot of the situations that happen that make Rick as bad off as he is by the time they get to the prison don't mm-hmm. happen in the graphic novel. So he's actually... Like, the point that I'm at, like, I'm pretty much caught up with where the show is, but Rick is nowhere near as lost mm-hmm. as he is in the show. Um, mm-hmm. So he's more likable in the in the comics. Um and less trauma has happened, like, with Carl and and his son and everything. Um, but then there's these other characters, like, Herschel isn't as likable. Maggie is still cool, though. Maggie and Glenn are still pretty darn awesome. <laughs> but they made Michonne so much better for the show. Like, so much better. A million times better for the show. Um, so it's... I don't know. They're so different. I, I guess I kind of appreciate both for... Appreciate both for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. we'll see what happens if I get as I get further in.
0: See, I don't, I don't, I, even in the show, I don't like. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me, Maggie. Sorry. You don't like Meg? You don't like
2: Maggie. I'm Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm.
3: She, she's pretty cool in the in the comics, actually. Why don't you like Maggie? <laughs>
0: look. (laughs) Because I don't. Oh, no, I'm kidding. You just explain
3: everything about
2: your inner psyche to me because I demand
0: it. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know why I don't like Maggie. I don't, though. It's something about her personality that just kind of makes me crazy. Hmm. Um, I don't know if she feels too... She feels
3: too infantilized at times to me.
2: She, yeah, that's true. That true.
3: Okay, I can see that. There's less of that in, from what I've seen in the graphic novel so far. Okay. Um, and I like she's she is the, the most in control of her own sexual, desires and and everything like where she can decide like. I'm actually okay with being sexual. This is this is who I am, mm-hmm. and there's no like there's no body shaming or sex shaming with it, which is actually pretty awesome, um, and rare in a comic that seems to love degrading women in every other capacity. Um, so she really stands out in the graphic novel. So maybe in that sense, it's coloring my view of her character in the show because they're similar enough, but I I like her in that in that medium.
0: Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, was that enough of a, a description, a reason for you, Alex Lane, that I gave for why I didn't like Maggie now since you were going <laughs> to... I'm certainly not
2: the arbiter of whether your feelings are valid or not, but they're not. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I get it. But this is, this is sort of one of those things that go to where you and I sort of fundamentally disagree on particular, the way particular women are portrayed. For example, Laura Croft in the most recent iteration, right? Like, you very vehemently hated her. I did because... not. <laughs> yeah, you did a little bit. At least during our arguments. <laughs>
0: um, I was not happy with the did way...
1: You did not like her.
2: Yeah, you did not like her. She was weak. She sighed a lot. Um, she,
0: whined. <laughs> she whined. Yeah, but... I'm
1: gonna let Alex go, but yeah. But,
2: but, to, but to me, like... Like, maybe—and I haven't read the book, so I don't know, but, like, in the show, like, she—her her base personality, like, pre-Apocalypse, seemed like it was pretty weak. Um, she is infantilized. she for sure is, uh, at, at several points in the show, but, like, she grows as a person, she gets crazy strong, and she ends up, like, being this badass— and I'm not saying like oh you, like you have to for to have a good woman woman character or I anything mean, you have to like come through this trial at, at, all, at all. But like I like I like characters like that because I can see like I would be a whiny brat at the beginning of the apocalypse <laughs> and then be <get> amazing <laughs> and murder people. So like yeah. it's the same with Laura Proff. Like, If I was like trying to like climb a wall, I would be like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Ow and then <laughs> get stronger and be able to do it. So there's like an element, there's like an element of my own psyche I see in characters like that that I like. Mm-hmm. I can see that so, Charlotte, were you going to say
1: something? Actually, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, except that as you are describing it, I was wondering if we have to give the same, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, the same uh, something to, to men? Do they have to prove that they are able to climb, or do we assume they do it?
2: Well, yeah, I would say probably few and far between. Are the male protagonists that go through that? No, <clears throat>
1: no, no, actually that's what
3: I'm saying. Like, So, um, yeah. That's, that need to have a female character that proves that she can become a badass, instead of just assuming that I, she can a But I don't think anybody's
2: saying there's, there's a now. need to have a female character like that, like... No, like, I do need I, to have a female character like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, 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 having a variety of female characters, obviously, is the right way to go, but just because there's one that goes through that, I don't think is necessarily saying... Now, in light of all the problematic ways that they treat women in the book, perhaps, not the best choice, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. If I there think, is one, and I support um, it, doesn't mean that there's a need to have the coming.
1: And that's not what I meant. What I meant was, would, if if, a, if this if Laura Croft was a, a male character, would um, we be questioning his or her, his in this case, um, need to, to whimper or whatever? W- would we question that, or would we say... Oh, I see what
2: you're saying. You're turning oh, it back no. on us! I am, yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, yeah, he's a big strong man, of course you get a whimper, that wall's fucking hard to climb.
1: No, I mean, yeah. would he, no, what I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm turning it back on us in the sense you're that... You're still wrong, you're still wrong. I know, I'm trying. <laughs> would, would he be okay saying, I'm scared? Is it okay for guys to, to say I'm scared?
3: I'm not turning it back on you, Alex. It's like a double standard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like
2: the way I interpreted your
3: question
4: the fourth time the best. <laughs> well, I'm wow. using Walking Dead as, you know, since that's what we're talking about. It's interesting that they took, I guess, what, season two, three, four? Are we on four now? I to, think we like, four. Take four. Maggie, to take Maggie and start her there and then build her up. And mm-hmm. in that same time, they took Rick and broke him down. So that now... Nice. He's simpering and saying, you know, I'm scared. This is some messed up shit that's going on. Um, but we didn't get that at the start. Like, he wasn't
2: introduced that way. He, yeah, he was Mr. Confident. And...
4: Into that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and people are fucking complex, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a myriad of stories. What worries mm-hmm. me is the trend. Yeah. That, that Jennifer, you're, Jen, you're talking about, like, Jennifer. Never Never know the the trend of the of the female characters being not respected and not being as good,
3: right? And it's it's more that like with the show a lot of times with the with the Walking Dead show like when something happens that is racist or sexist or whatever ist we want to add to it,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, there's a there's a pretty clear sense that something is wrong, like mm-hmm. you. You watch the facial reactions of the other characters around. You, you hear their, their responses. Like, the music cues in the background kind of say, this is not okay. <laughs>
4: um, uh, that's an asshole music plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Asshole music. Here for uh, any time that we've got what's-his-face. Um, <laughs> Daryl's brother. Uh, Merle. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but with the comic, like, even characters you like. It, I'm sure it's it's not a huge plot point, which I think is why it's, it stood out to me so much. Herschel nearly hits Lori. and she and he knows she's pregnant. like he just he just nearly hits her because she makes some kind of comment about the zombies in the barn and he like that that's the full extent of it. It's it's casual violence and casual use of insults or derogatory, Attitudes towards women in a way that's not even nodded to as being an a sm- issue. A smack to put her back in her place. Right. Because that's what's that's what's expected. And there's there's
0: like that's an just, like, that's seriously like
2: the worst type of racism and sexism you can do in television right. and games and stuff. Is the stuff that's supposed to just be taken as normal. That is not.
3: And like oh, a few of the more, a few of the more extreme ones, like. Herschel doing that like he he ends up later making a comment like I can't believe I was about to do that but the whole attitude of the comics is very much this there's no when when it's so commonplace it's not really surprising that it gets to that point that it takes that long before somebody says this is not okay
4: well well that'll Um, be a nice segue into our discussion tonight yeah
3: yeah yeah. Yeah, But
4: Wendy, what are you reading? Um, Well, I'll be quick, because nothing's so interesting. Um, I I sort of did the same thing and bought some of the same books as Sam, and they just got here, so that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've been reading a lot for my classes, so I've been sort of re-going through the rules of play, uh, the Zimmerman and Salen game design book. and remembering how awesome uh-huh. it is, like, yeah, you're bright, and I see my highlights, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you've got that. Um, oh, yeah, mostly that, and syllabi, and lots and lots of syllabi. We don't start until next Tuesday, so.
1: Wow. Wait, what, yeah. Tuesday?
3: Yep. So after yep. Labor Day? And after Labor Day. <clears throat> I'm super jealous, by the way. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't.
3: I wouldn't yeah. mind an extra week. Well,
4: we're doing faculty development from like nine to three every day. So. Okay, never
3: mind. I'd
2: rather just teach. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that last week too, and that I was—I haven't had my time spoken for like that in a long time.
0: It's yeah, <laughs> orientation is- week. Yeah.
4: It's crazy, I and I feel structure. a little weird whining about having to go to work for six hours, because it sounds like, <laughs>
1: <stupid>. well, <laughs> like I, I had to oh like, orientation last week, which is fine, but it's the same thing. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> but yeah, you're fair. like here nope. for like, this, this set amount of time, and it's like, oh, I'm not to this. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: No we're always on the clock, but me. at least we can usually be wearing pants or not, depending <laughs> on what we're doing. I
4: don't know. Maybe I could give that a run at faculty development. Uh, if wouldn't
2: have you come to faculty development anymore.
4: So, both <laughs> all around. Yeah.
2: Win-win-win.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
0: Alright, so on that note... What are you drinking? (laughs) Apparently something really good if we're talking about going to work without pants on already. (laughs) Well, I'll go fast. I like that what
2: are you uh, playing and what are you reading took an hour. (laughs) I know.
0: And and I keep saying we're going to get that down to like 10 minutes. Yeah. We are are a little
4: punchy tonight, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we're a little punchy tonight. (laughs) Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go fast. I'm drinking a sneaky sneaky, right? I was, was going to go non alcoholic tonight, but I decided <laughs> I needed alcohol. Absolutely.
2: I had
0: a box of wine.
2: Oh, oh God. good Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't drink the whole thing. I'm in here so I didn't have to leave when I wanted to refill.
4: Box wine?
2: I was poor.
3: I was okay. happy to be able to afford the box. <laughs> Do we need to start a, a get Alex alcohol fund? Some
2: good booze. Next next Friday. Next
3: Friday I get paid. <laughs> I'm going to be um, eating
2: I'm, a caviar pizza and drinking wine out of a bottle like the genteel <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, I've got uh, hard apple cider per usual. Um, oh, nice. Trying oh. new, but I'm. Trying new brands every time, so you know it's That's it's right an experiment in. kind of thing. Right now, it's Johnny
2: Appleseed.
3: It's actually pretty good.
2: I don't like the appleseed one as much, but uh, I was at a bar the other day and I got uh the Stella one, which is one of my favorites. And they're mm-hmm. like, you should try it with a shot of Jameson in it, and then I don't remember the rest of the night. It was amazing.
3: Oh dear. No, it was <laughs> no.
2: I'm just kidding, but it was really good. Like just like a little bit of whiskey fills out the uh, sweetness of the ciders. It's very very good.
3: Yeah, sometimes, awesome. sometimes if I if I know I don't have to get up in the morning and it's a free night and whatever and there's fun people around, like there's the little bit of the Fireball whiskey for that,
0: for the, the cinnamon and the apple. Angry
3: <laughs> Richard a- and Fireball. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I I love that, but no, I'm just I'm just trying out new ciders.
0: Alex Lane doesn't doesn't mix well with Fireball. <laughs> Alex
3: Lane does not mix well with Fireball. <laughs> Sounds like a spell or Pokemon Fireball Fridays forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlotte, what you
3: drinking?
1: Well, I am drinking what Alex likes to make fun of. No. Is wine and sparkling water. But I will say before she starts making fun of me,
3: I support
2: you. I take back the fun I made.
1: I hope so because today I was told I look fantastic. Oh,
2: because <laughs> you're losing your
1: yes.
0: Yay! So
1: your
0: stuff's working. That's good. So that in Zumba. I will,
1: yes, I will continue with the wine and sparkling wine in Zumba.
0: Yeah. Good for you. I'm not gonna harass you. Uh, did you see my message on um on Xbox? No, I haven't been on there. I
1: told you I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I saw
0: your message. I was like, I know your Zumba secret.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. You Zumba can just I also like drink
2: alcohol in a glass. It's the most efficient way to drink without the calories.
1: I sort of like the Zumba, though. Zumba's cool because you, like, do everything. Like, all workout, every part. And it's like a game. So, I like Zumba on um, Xbox? Yeah, yeah, I have a game. Zumba whatever the hell it's called. Zumba something. It's on the game. Cool. Nice. Yeah.
2: Awesome. I like it. Is that Water.
1: It's water. You're supporting
2: your tub, break.
4: day 31 of uh, no booze. But who's counting? done with that yet.
2: I would want to die. No yeah. offense, but I would want
4: to die. Technically, we were done today. And we even went out for like a celebratory, yay, we made it dinner. And I was like, so we get some booze? And he was like, I don't know. I really feel like, you know, maybe it would be best to to not for a while, and I'm like, you are such a kill killjoy. <laughs> so I got some lovely water.
2: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm friends on Facebook with a recovering alcoholic, and she posts these like posts about drinking all the time, so I'll read this one to you, her one from today, because I think it will energize you. First you take a drink, then the drink takes a drink, then the drink
1: takes you.
4: I'd be okay being taken by some wine right now. <laughs> that's like oh, literally
1: the most depressing I'm, thing I've ever heard.
4: I'm here. Here I am.
2: <laughs> oh, God. They they are so much worse. She had a lot of them from Carl uh, Charles Bukowski. So, yeah.
0: Let me tell you something. If you put your drink in a 32-ounce cup, you got one drink. And then you don't have that drink, then take a drink. That's what I'm saying, Sam. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> one drink. That's all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's why I
2: like to drink out of the box because I can't track how much I've drank. It's not like, oh my God, I drink over a bottle of wine. It's I don't drink know that. some there's of a,
1: a box. There's a box. Right there. I drink part of it. Yes. Yes.
0: Until I drink
2: whole box of a night and then die. Well,
0: that's fair. <laughs> you probably pass out first. Should we probably move on? Yes, we should. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so um, let's. Uh, we
2: don't have any news, but news is kind of our topic, so...
0: Yeah, news is our topic, so we're Just not going to worry bad. about the news. Yeah. So, Alex, how, how about you tell us about your Indie Game of the Week?
2: I'll do it super quick. So, the Indie Game of the Week that I played <laughs> is Spellcrafter by Roland. It's an RPG, turn-based strategy game, although the description on Steam said, uh, real-time strategy game? So, that wasn't true. I bought it. It's in early access right now. Essentially, it's, um, every... RPG turn-based strategy game you've ever played. So you are like this guy, and you are walking along a path, and then a, like a skeleton will pop up, and then you fight him, and you like find gold in its skeleton pockets. And then you find a town, and you recruit people by paying them to come fight with you. Uh, the reason why I like it is because it's a lot like the game Realms that I played when I was... One of the first games I ever played, it was on Mac. It was by Fantasov, who only made games for Macs and, like, gloated about it and because my family had been Mac family since I remember, can remember. Um, I was really excited because most of the games were on PC. So anyway, so uh, it was pretty fun. It's one of the Steam Greenlight games. Um, the combat, you you know, it's turn-based, so you, like, have your archer do the thing and you fight him, and eh, it's fine. It's fine. I think I got it for, like, Two bucks or something, so well well worth it. If you enjoy that kind of game, it's a it's fun. Over, review over.
0: <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so then we'll jump into our our topic of the week is, Alex said our topic of the week is news, um, <clears throat> and and we because of because we're staying current, as Wendy put it earlier, um, we kind of changed our topic on the fly, um. And this week, what we're going to talk about is um, Anita Sarkeesian and, and Zoe Quinn, um, and that is because you know we we talk all the time about women who have been threatened and harassed and run out of the industry and run off social media and all these horrible things. And then, but we tend, especially in the last year or two, and I would say that the terms, the tense, not the terms, the tense has changed since the number one reason kind of phenomenon. And people have started talking about it almost in the past tense. Does does that feel Mm -hmm. kind of accurate to you guys? It's
1: always felt that way. It's not a new thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean, but people have been saying it like, this used to happen or this happened. Right and, have, and not women been have
2: that. been run out of games rather than right. women are being run out of games.
0: Right It's always the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and but it's been talked about in the past. is, but then in the in the last couple of weeks, we've had Zoe Quinn uh, the Zoe Quinn uh, incident and and today even um, after Anita Sarkeesian posted her la- her latest uh, trolls versus women video yesterday. Um we've we've had these, these things happen not once but twice. Yes, right? Yeah. Um right. Zoe Quinn being harassed and threatened um because of all people the trustworthy ex um comes <laughs> out and says oh she slept with people to get you know her games published. Um but the people that uh, these are unfounded accusations. We're not even going to go into why they're necessarily unfounded. Um, at least I'm not in this kind of brief thing. Um, And then today Anita Sarkeesian was, she and her family were run out of their home Mm -hmm. by um, harassment and threats of a very specific and personal nature. I mean she physically had to leave her home and go somewhere else for her own personal safety. Right. And. And the thing is is, 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 it's interesting, one, that this is not interesting. It's fucked up beyond all recognition that this still happens. Um, but it is kind of an eye-opening thing that makes us more aware of of the tense that we use when we talk about these things, right? While things, yes, do get better, um, they're not better enough, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, and I, I think, like, and I wrote a little thing on Zoe Quinn today, on the, or uh, on Monday on the blog, um, and the thing that really, I mean, the, the, it's disgusting, right? And if you were to look at it objectively and be like, this is happening to this person, blah, 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 and, you know, 99.99% of people would be like, yeah, that's not right. Um, but what is happening with these otherwise seemingly regular people in the gaming industry is that they're changing the tents, but they're also changing what the what the conversation is really about. So like and this is happening like even with academics that I know that I really respect, so they'll be like, yeah, like, but Sarkeesian's work is really bad. And I'll be like, and and or, oh yeah, but you know some of these accusations against Quinn or, or, yeah, but the stuff that's happening to Quinn is representative of a revolt against a particular thing that's happening in the gaming industry right now where people are getting far because they're PC or they're this or they're that and not because their game is good. Mm -hmm. And what's driving me fucking crazy about that is (coughs) it's not, that's not the issue. Like, whether Sarkeesian's work is good, whether it's accurate, whether it's feminist, whether it's whatever, whether Zoe slept with a thousand people, whether, um, her game, people are legitimately, uh, rising up against this movement in the gaming industry or whatever, it's like, none of that is the issue. Like, the Mm -hmm. issue is, these women in the gaming industry are getting met with death threats and rape threats, and now, like, having to be moved out of their house, what I think was one of the most interesting things about, um, the attack that happened on Sony was the, what is it, Lizard? Is
3: it? Uh, yeah. Lizard Group? Lizard. lizard Group, something like that. Yeah.
2: Or whatever they were, so they did all these threats, but then they actually called in a bomb threat on the Sony yeah, right. yeah. plane. And, like, what I thought, the the thing that has been rattling around in my mind for days now is gaming threats have moved from trolling, you know, and doxing and doing the online stuff to people to terrorism.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: like, I think back to like the 90s when but, Kathy Sierra had to quit the industry because she was yeah. getting so many death threats and people sending mail to her home and standing outside her house and things like that. Like, terrorism has been happening in the gaming industry for a very long time. It right. has been happening to women. And now all of a sudden it happens to a CEO, right? And they start thinking about right. it as that. And, like, uh, even me who, like, studies this issue constantly, I don't want to admit that it is terrorism, but it absolutely is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, but it's just happening to this, to this group of women. And that needs to be what we talk about. Not whether gamers have a legitimate concern that games are changing in a way that they don't like. That is a different conversation that has nothing to do with what is happening. And regardless
3: of what you think of somebody's research or somebody's conclusions, I mean, you can think that they are full of it, and that's fine. That is your place. That is your opinion. You can go and do your own counter-research, and you can show it. You can argue it in the comment section. I mean, that's kind of what they're there for. Um, Mm -hmm. We're used to vitriol and terribleness there. But there is no reason to take a disagreement with somebody in in a, in an academic setting. Because, I mean, the stuff that Sarkisian is doing, or Zoe Quinn, or any of this, like, they are not taking it into people's homes. They're just, they're posting something on their own personal websites talking about the industry, and they work in the industry. And, like, this is, it's it's like us doing a publication for a journal, or... Putting something up on our on on the Not Your Mama's Gamer blog. I mean, it's not. It, it's meant to be public, but it's not meant to be invasive or violent. It is, it is violent. exactly what we do. Right? And and so to to then ta- to take something like that and say that the proper response to disagreement is to threaten. To rape somebody, or kill them, or disrupt their financials, or steal—you know—steal the things that they need to survive. Like, the the response is so utterly disproportionate and depraved.
2: Not that that response and, is ever proportionate anyway. But like, this goes to show no, that gaming, yeah. like, literally, the community is rotten to the fucking core, and people in power are allowing it to happen, and have been allowing it to happen for. 30 years. And they're doing it by looking the other way. They're doing it by, you know, they're sort of subtle things. They might not be calling in the threats to Anita Sarkeesian themselves, but they're absolutely <laughs> allowing it to happen. And, like, and it has to stop. Like, I don't, you know, maybe this is a revolt. Maybe it is a whatever, but, like, it, 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 it's, you know, it's completely...
3: Well, and it ties, in, it ties into the stuff that happens at conventions, like the fact that it is just common knowledge that you are going to be harassed if you were a woman at a convention of any kind of nerd community, gaming community, anything like that. Um, Sam, was it, uh, didn't you post a story not that long ago about the girl who was assaulted and then they're like, oh, she fell? Yes.
0: Yep.
3: Like, and that was just this, that was a couple weeks ago. That wasn't, that, that's recent, that's that now. A,
0: yeah, that was at San Diego Comic-Con.
4: Well, yeah. I think that was the Comic-Con that didn't want to have a harassment policy yeah. Yeah. because they felt that giving the name, putting the name harassment on something would imply that they have a problem. Yes. And, and That's that, awesome. uh, that, that thinking
0: blows my mind. Well, if we say harassment policy...
2: People will then... think there's harassment policy.
0: Well, that's that's of that same mind as if if we teach sex education in school, kids are going to have sex.
2: Yeah. There was a, there was a quote on Stewart today that he showed from Fox News, and it was this guy, and he was like, "You know who talks about race? Racists." Yeah. <laughs> and, John,
4: oh. and John. Stewart said, uh, "Did you just you smelt it? You dealt it? Racism?"
2: Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, and th- not to not to tell a joke like, but I mean, I mean, like this is, because this this is getting to the tipping point, right? Like, you know, women and feminists in games have been sort of sneakily upping the numbers and have now taken over the majority of the revenue streams in gaming, in the right? And, yeah, and so like this this has been happening despite the sexual assault, sexual harassment, and complete and utter illegal. Uh, Keeping women out of the industry, and I think it's gonna fucking tip. What do
0: you guys think? It, it's got to at some point, but you know what? Sadly, I don't know if this is gonna do it. I mean, and 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 here's the thing: is that you know people have been talking about, you know, especially Lizard Squad. That's what, what it was. Lizard Squad, right? Um, who claimed who claimed responsibility for Sony and Blizzard and League of Legends and all these other folks that that got hacked the other day? Is <clears throat> that you know, and and of course the airplane bomb threat, right? Mm-hmm. Is that that gets called terrorism? And like you said, you don't you say I don't want to say that what these women are going through is terrorism, but it is. But that's not what it gets called, right? But it gets it, called it, harassment. Harassment. Since when do you get to make
2: fucking death threats to people and it's called harassment? No, in by law, making a death threat is a terroristic threat. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so I or guess if you're a man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> if you're a man.
3: Here's here's my question, I guess, um, and I don't know that there's an answer to this. Uh, it's something we're all dealing with, but I mean, these women—they're our colleagues. They're are they are they're doing the same thing we're doing, just on a much more epic, like a bigger scale at the moment with the resources behind it. But like, can we do anything to help them? Can we do anything to help ourselves? I mean. This is happening everywhere. What can like, what kind of response is there to this? Because obviously, you engage with 4chan, you make yourself a target. You, but there's got to be some. Well, why of right shouldn't
0: course, you be right? able to engage with 4chan? That's the but, big but thing. But
2: we don't because I certainly don't. But like, has this ever crossed your guys' mind, like the thought that if we got Dave get like big, like this, we would we be
4: because
2: it well, I, um, like it crosses my mind all the time. Kind of I, almost every time I put up like an, a post, I know is good. I'm like, please don't let there be a lot of hits on this and it get fucking picked up because I don't want to die.
3: And like I'm 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 willing to keep doing this in face of that, but I mean it's a terrifying prospect and it's a real prospect when you look at the things that that people are going through. So what do we do to support these women? What do we do to, to support ourselves? Can we do anything?
2: I feel I think, like we're beyond talking about it, because, like, raising awareness of the issue is one thing, and we've been right, and it doing that for a long that. time, but, like, th- like I feel very unsatisfied with it right now. Not that I'm not going to, like, keep doing it, but, like, when we talk about the issues, like, that is unsatisfying to me. I want to, like, mm-hmm. burn something to the fucking ground right
3: now. <laughs> let's not, <laughs> Martin Luther King, let's not answer terrorism with terrorism.
2: Fair fair, fair enough. <laughs> well, how yeah, how what can we do how... besides continue to talk about it, because we're already doing that?
3: Well, yeah. we, we need that disclaimer to say. along the bottom, right? Well, I mean, I'm,
0: I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think that some of the things that we have to do is one, yes, we have to continue to talk about it. I mean, other things that we do is, I think the the action that we do is what we do as teachers and as scholars, right? We are trying to affect a change at a at a much More basic level, Mm -hmm. uh, because we teach game design courses, we teach game theory courses, we teach game studies courses. Um, We even like like Wendy, we're teaching comp courses where we talk about games, right? So all of those places where the where the people, men and women who are going to be making games, are getting educated, they're getting these discussions early,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: whereas you know obviously or I can say even hopefully the assholes that are doing or that are doing these kinds of things now have not had these discussions in the classroom and I say hopefully because that just gives me some hope that what we're doing when we ask people to think about right. it you know can affect some kind of change right. Cause like this summer I had a you know a class full of you know, computer science students and students who are who were kind of working on getting degrees in game design and when we talked about some of these issues they were issues that they had
3: never thought about. Right? I know, darling oblivious things. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were sweethearts, they really were sweethearts.
0: But in a, in, in a way, Jen, that was a good thing. Oh, it was a very good thing. Right, because one, this gave them the opportunity to, to think about it and, t- and, and because they had the opportunity to think about it they can say okay well you know I mean, and and they, you know, they were kind of oblivious to even when they were talk, thinking about their own design choices, right? And right. To, to think about it in terms of their own design choices, and then to go into rooms with other teams of designers when they hopefully all get jobs in the industry, and say, no, that that's that's a really fucked up choice there, and here's why. Let's let's do something different.
3: Right. And I I mean I mentioned the Bechdel test in my intro to comp class today, <laughs> and two yeah. people out of the 20 even knew what it was.
0: Yeah,
3: And we didn't stand up for too long, because it's still like the second day of class. Well, we'll get into all of that later, but talking about just why you might do different types of critiques or reviews, and talking about Bechdel test as a type of critique um, for games or movies. And it was just interesting to see how little awareness there was, and to see that look on their face where they're like, really? There's movies that don't do that? Like, they were, they were baffled.
2: Well, and I, I, I like that. I like that answer, like, we do it for teaching, because, like, literally that's sometimes the only <laughs> thing we have to keep us going right is thinking that we're, right. like, affecting change at, you know, 30 students at a time, but then we train graduate students who do 30 students at a time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right um but the so the it's it's I've like been, the
0: it's like the um the old shampoo commercial they told two friends and so on and so, <laughs> so on, on exactly yeah.
2: um so that's that's more satisfying um but I, but the question i have is is there places in history that we can like look to this because we certainly aren't the first people who want to speak out against an issue um and are afraid to even though they're the ones being like oppressed or whatever right like you look at slavery you look at Women's suffrage. You look at almost any sort of movement. So, like, what do people, the the people who aren't willing to be the targets, mm-hmm. what did we do then? What what have we done in history?
0: Well, let me tell you something. You have to be you have to be willing to be a target. Mm-hmm. You and I, I don't mean that as in you should be, but you're obviously willing to be a target. Well, uh, okay, so yeah. yeah, let me let
2: me rephrase that. Who aren't who aren't the thinking... target?
0: You're sitting here and you're talking, so obviously you're willing to be a target. Sure,
2: for sure, absolutely. Not that it doesn't cross my mind, but I still do hit post and I still do come to the podcast. So okay. Right. So for those people who aren't in a position to be targets,
3: yeah, either aren't they, currently targets, aren't aren't famous enough to be targets, aren't
2: or yeah. So you still want to make a difference, yeah. So like, okay. what have people done? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think that like, look at Amelia Sarkeesian's Kickstarter people who wanted to wanted to do something but didn't know what to do threw money in it mm. not that that's a bad thing that's a good because, point though <clears throat> right money but talks. it gave her yeah it gave her one money to, to do the tropes versus uh, women videos and more than anything else you know not to say that the videos haven't cost the ungodly amount of money that she got from that Kickstarter
2: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> This is, this is a separate issue that, based on I ran earlier about how we're not talking about the real issue. We can't talk about right
0: now. I, and I, <laughs> I, it was a joke,
2: but <laughs>
0: but more than anything else, it gave her notoriety. Right. I mean, and and that's a good thing and a bad thing. One because it, it did put her on the front line for the kind of terror for the kind of terroristic threats that she's received, but it's also given her. Um, more of a, uh, more of a kind of pedestal from which to speak and hopefully I mean
3: For sure assuming Absolutely. there's assuming there's a little bit there to lean on um, I'd actually be kind of cool with there being a surplus if it means that she can afford to get her family to safety when this stuff happens
2: yes yeah, yeah it sort of makes those arguments about money and and stuff and certainly I've levied my fair share of criticisms against her but uh in, in light of things it seems very petty and makes me think Because a lot of the stuff she's done, like I've kind of felt like was old hat, blah, blah, blah. But clearly clearly she's reaching the right audience for her. Well,
0: it's not. Exactly. And so clearly. Because we're we're not her audience. Right. Right. That's what you have to remember. We're not her audience.
3: Yeah, and, and, and also and can we kinda, can't like, we can't equate disagreement with the kinds of things that are happening. We can disagree with somebody while still saying it is not okay to do this. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that's where we stand. Right. So yeah. So, and,
2: and that's no longer the issue anyway. Like right, that is so right. far like how good her video is is like so far beyond scope. Okay, exactly. on a, on a broader on a broader kind
0: of a broader scale to kind of cross over into other kinds of harassment and <laughs> and terrorism. Okay, now see this this I really might get us We're calling trouble. it that. I love it. Yeah, let's let's call it what it is. Mm. I mean, and this is this is where this is what might get us into trouble. When we look at what's happening in Ferguson, in Ferguson, Missouri, and yeah. with Michael Brown, you know, people immediately say, "Well, <clears throat> excuse me." There's the possibility that he stole a handful of he stole a handful of blunts from a convenience store
3: you know not before, the
0: issue right yeah
2: shot uh, not, has nothing to do with him getting shot
0: one nothing. nobody knew even if that was what happened even though the store owner came out and said no he didn't steal them he paid for them um and even if he had walked in there and stole a handful of blunts and a bag of chips whatever the fuck he stole um even if the cop had that, caught him in it, the it, act exactly that does not warrant being executed in the street
3: he was unarmed.
2: And, and that's what they, that's yeah, I think they were saying today was the uh, that, that it's, un, it's not appropriate to say uh, uh, unarmed black teen shot by a white cop because that unfairly colors the story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
2: Unfairly colors yeah. the fucking story. I mean, and then at the you
0: same time, there, so. there are all of these other things that, that, I mean, like I said, one, regardless of what he had done beforehand, <coughs> excuse me, if he had done it or not, um if he had done it, it doesn't warrant execution if he hadn't done it and there was no reason to bring it up and it doesn't warrant execution. Um, and at the same time the, the fact that, that people feel the need to justify the fact that it didn't warrant execution by saying he was a young black teen and he was gonna start college this Monday right yeah. okay, I don't give a fuck if he was a high school dropout right. Yeah. There was the that, uh,
3: I, that. I put a. I put right. a. I found an article somebody posted. Um, and I put it up on my wall. Just, gorgeously written about how there's just this idea that you almost have to prove that your life is worth it when mm-hmm. when your group is a target. Like they, uh, I I believe the author is black. Um, mm-hmm. and so they were they were talking about how they would yeah and no I know they were because they talk about slipping their college ID over their driver's license if they ever got pulled over for a speeding ticket yep. um, so that they could accidentally be like, oh, look, I gave you the wrong one. Like, look, my, I'm, I'm doing something for my community. I'm, I'm not who you think I am. And, yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing, like, we, we see this with women trying to prove themselves in these fields. Um Sitting in in the PW theory class today with Pat Sullivan, um, she talked about her daughter uh, being one of the few female engineers who actually gets to design products, Mm -hmm. and how they are constantly trying to move her into, like, management positions, which would technically be a a raise, but they do not want women in the design areas. Yeah. And then if she tries to stay, they constantly make comments about her not being as smart as men. Like, oh, you're good at this, but a man would be better. And, like, this is, it's, gee well, I probably shouldn't say where, I'll stop there. But, I mean, like, they're, it's, it's one of the more progressive companies for hiring women anyway, as far as engineering goes. And that's... That's women constantly having to prove that we are, you know, that we are able to do the things that, that we already can show that we're capable of doing. It's it's African Americans having to prove that their life means something because, I don't know, some arbitrary societal reasons that say that this class is better than another class. Like, well, and I think the,
4: to take the point about proving competency back to games, you know, one of the things you asked Alex is, what do we do on the ground? And I think, I think it was one of you, maybe not, that posted an article today saying, you know, if you're in a gaming community and somebody, you know, uses the terms gay or raping or whatever, um, and shit. you don't say anything, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. And on on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can totally get behind that. But on the other hand, you know, I've been you know, hearkening back to the wow experience, right? Like mm-hmm. when I was in Burning Crusades doing 25-man progression content, and I was the only woman in the 25-man group, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't speak up, and I didn't say a word because I wanted... You know, first of all, I wanted to prove my competency in that group. Um, I had to fight to get my spot. I had to fight to... Did they know
2: you were on it?
4: They did. They did, because they used voice chat. Um, But I said as little as I could, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to try to keep my head down just so that I could stay in the game. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing PvP, I had, a, I think, a better group... um, they they definitely used some derogatory language and the expectation was, you know, we're the only group that's doing this on the server. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play, you've got to play that game or you that's can right. get out because we'll replace you so mm-hmm. easily. So I, I feel the urge and I certainly among people that I have close relationships with, I, you know, I'm willing to say like, look, you really shouldn't do that, you really shouldn't say that and here's why but I think that when you start asking people to do that in a larger community, I don't know
3: And Here's here's where I think I might fall into uh, since I've been reading Roxane Gay's uh, essays, um, into her whole bad feminist thing that, you know, like, we want to be these wonderful feminist models that are, are making a difference, but we're human. Um, and we we do have to consider the consequences of, of the contributions that we're making. Um, and I think, I think it might be worth saying that sometimes it's fair to save the times we speak up for the people who we think we can reach. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are some situations where you need to speak up regardless of whether or not they're going to pay attention. Like sometimes it's your obligation, like you're there. Do something. But there are some situations where you're not going to make a dent and it's easier to work with them one-on-one, like if you have a personal connection with somebody and not in the heat of the moment, to sit back and say, hey, you know, when you said that, that really made me uncomfortable, rather than trying to address it mid-event where everything kind of blows up in your face. I'd
2: say too, Wendy, like it's never your obligation because of your sexual parts, to right. the voice of, <laughs> you know, opposition or voice of whatever. Like, I don't think you're, because of how you were born, you must be the sole voice. So, like, if your way th- of progressing and and standing up for women in the gaming community at that time was just being part of the group, then so be it. Like, that, that probably did so much for women rather than, you know, getting, if you felt the rhetorical situation was you were going to be kicked out, and if you stood up, like, at least you got to participate in the space. And, like, I think back to my first wow days, and I was in the exact same situation as you, but for very different reasons, because, like, somebody, like, a guy, took me kind of under his wing, and it got weird later. (laughs) So I will say, I was indoctrinated in like don't you ever say anything to this person right and I never spoke on voice chat or anything um, like that. Can, can um
0: say something?
2: Which are, I think yeah. both very common, both of our experiences I think are very common on, on, online games. Go ahead right. Sam.
0: And, and I love you all dearly, let me start by saying that. But not all of us have that privilege. True. Sure. And that's what you—that's you that, one thing we have to understand mm-hmm. is that we all, we all have to understand we're coming from different different points of privilege while... The privilege you know, to it, not say anything, you mean? the Yes, the privilege yeah. to not say anything. Not all of us have that privilege.
3: The privilege to pass.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. To pass for, you know, to pass, you know, if we're passing for mail because we're not using voice chat, if we're, you know, passing as straight, if we're passing as, you know, if we're racially passing, whatever we're passing, not all of us have that privilege because, right. we're, because we are either, one, marked or, or out in some other way. Um, we we don't all have that privilege so and, and so it becomes more difficult for me especially I mean one cuz I'm, I'm older and I've lived through a whole lot of shit right, right? but as a you know as a black gay woman um, you know who's been through all kinds of weird racist shit on a number of different levels just when you know just when I think I've experienced every kind of fucking racism there is to experience I have a white child, <laughs> and then it kicks it up a notch, and, and I get a whole new round of racism hey, in that that way, up? way, right? I don't have that privilege, and and I appreciate the fact that you do, and I appreciate and I respect the fact that you can say I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to do this, but I can't not do it, right? And at times you have to respect the fact that I get pissed off when people oh. not do it. Do you I also like, what I mean yeah I also, and I
4: think that okay. thats I guess that's part of like the question that I want to ask is you know if they do have the privilege and the ability to not to sort of like you said to pass because that's sort of what I was doing in all of those situations is as best as I could passing as male um, yeah I mean I don't know I every time I didn't say something I certainly felt it. Right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Where's where's that line? When is it productive? When is it not productive? Should it always be spoken, even if it's not productive? I think those are the types of things that, like, yeah, I'm wrestling with.
2: Uh, I think, too, everybody has rhetorically... Like, I think about... Like I think about all the times I've listened to people complain sort of behind the scenes about something they saw, you know. Mhm. And yeah, I mean it's definitely a privilege thing, but it's also like a situational thing too.
0: I don't I mean, know. It it, it it is and it, it depends on you as a person too. Yeah. Right because I mean we, like you like um we've we've talked a couple of times about Roxanne Gay's stuff. Um one well, cuz you know she's new faculty here and she's got this like hot new book out and even the the stuff that she's been experiencing here in town since she's Oh moved god here. yeah. You know and and you know like she she talked about, you know, her experience with kind of racism at one of the local big box stores and and kind of how she dealt with it. She kind of went to Twitter and talked about it. Um, she got backlash for it. And she got backlash for it. And and the the one thing is, is that I, I kind of giggled when it, not giggled as in ha-ha, that's funny. Giggled as in ha-ha, I've been there, right? I'm like, I can't tell you how many times I've cussed motherfuckers out at Best Buy. Oops, um, at a big box store. Shoot. Pretend I beat that. For the very same reasons, right? I was like, it's like, yes, one, I'm going to cuss you out. I'm going to let you know that I know exactly what you're doing. I'm not going to make you comfortable because you're not trying to make me comfortable. So I'm going to let everybody standing anywhere near me know what's going on. One, okay? And then, two, yeah, I'm still gonna do the other thing. I'm still gonna call corporate, I'm still gonna mm-hmm. tweet about it. I'm still gonna post it online. I'm still gonna get all these other responses. Why? because this shit just shouldn't happen right i mean and and that's kind of the you know like I said and and that's that's my personality. Not everybody has my personality. <laughs> that's probably a good thing, but you know it, I've seen you strategically
2: hold out in confrontational situations, though, and utilize that later.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and, and, well, that's, and I mean, think, I think there's that... There's a difference. I think, and, and, I think what you're saying is so important, because you're right, we are super privileged in a way that a lot of people are not. Hmm. Uh, and I... It... If you have too many people who are like, Well, I'll just wait for the productive time, then you get um, then you get Then you have a culture. Nazi, you get Nazi Germany. Um, yeah. I mean, not to be hyperbolic, but I mean that literally is what you get. You get
0: people it's who just, sit there and wait
3: for the, not them.
0: Right. They um, wait for the big thing, right? I'm gonna this is a small thing, so I'm gonna ignore it, right? I'm gonna wait for something big to happen before I the small things add up. Now I I This is don't, a conversation I that started happening
2: when the blog and the podcast started, right? Like right. getting these getting this place to come and start having these small conversations. I mean mm-hmm. this is this is years in the, in the Right. Making.
3: <laughs> and like not, not to qualify what I what I was saying earlier, um, more to, to clarify. Um and and I'm not saying that this is per, is is to counter um, your position, Sam, because I actually very much respect your position um, and agree with you. Um, I am less likely to speak up if the language is non-directive, um, it, like it's not directed at somebody. It doesn't mean that it's okay. It's part of a culture that is not good and should not be said casually. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I see either myself or anybody else being the target of it, I, I can't, like, you don't want to be silent at that point. You're letting, you're throwing somebody else under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be much more likely to put myself at a target, even within a large group, when it's directed language. And I'm more likely to deal with somebody one-on-one if it's non-directive. But that's not necessarily okay either. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not qualifying it or, or making it more okay or less okay. i just clarifying my stance where I, where I was coming from. At the
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know if... I, I don't think anybody's going after anybody else on the podcast, but it, oh, it's good to be cognizant no. of all these different... Sam, do you remember when someone on the podcast said that book raped my brain?
0: Oh. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> that was, like, the... That was, like, I, the I was most very, I was very moment.
0: Ni- I was very nice. You and I were texting like crazy, and I was like, well, that's something you might not want to say again.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> it was but it was like this wonderful thing. It was like this person who like is diehard in the trenches for women in games, but like the language is so pervasive It just you don't in you there. even know what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this That's is like where that. the speaking out is like and I'm I'm very like I don't think I've heard someone... First of all, like, the people I'm around are never like, oh, that's gay, or I totally raped that guy in the game. Like, people like I'm with do, don't say that. But, like, the very few times that has come up, it's in those situations of... I think this is what you were getting at, Jen, is, like, those direct situations of language, it's... Then it maybe it starts to become your personal duty, like, for Sam in that situation to be like, oh... Let's go back a minute and uh, so when I
4: was, uh, Can we think Pv- about what was just said? <laughs> when I was PvPing on the regular, um, something that the guys, because they were all guys except me, uh, and the group said all the time, was standing around with his dick in his hand. Yeah. That was like you're not doing anything. You're yeah. standing mm-hmm. around with your dick in your hand. And the first time I heard it, I was like, that is the most ridiculous Uh, unpleasant, (laughs) I guess Um, like colloquialism I can think of and after I had, you know, played with them for like, what, two, three nights a week for maybe three hours at a stretch then I would find myself kind of thinking that like, you know, I'd be walking around the hall and I'd be like, oh, if, you know, that person wasn't standing around with a dick in their hand maybe they'd get something done and I had this double take moment where I was like
2: did I just
4: fucking think that? What yeah. just happened in your head? So I can mm-hmm. see how um, particularly if you're sort of immersed in that culture even if it's not you know directed particularly at someone it, it
0: starts to seep in and that's... It does. We talk about transfer in education all the time. Yeah. You think you're not learning something you know in those cases as well? Right. Not that
2: video games make you violent or racist or sexist but when you're immersed in something, but cultures
0: can transfer. What yeah. cultures do exactly?
3: Yeah. Yeah, G- games are mechanics and and there's narrative, but it's it's the culture that that turns it into a learning situation. Um and even solo games have a culture to them. I mean, that's why they're they they have enough people buy them in order to stay profitable. I mean, there you have commonalities, you have things to talk about and when when that whole culture is talking a certain way, it changes how you perceive it.
2: Well, that's like what I was saying earlier with, like, I think the most dangerous parts of games when it comes to racism and sexism isn't, like, the stuff that's set out in the open that's obviously meant to bring critique and tell you that that character's a bad character. It's the stuff that happens on on the periphery in the game. For example, Sam, when you played Red Dead Redemption, yeah. And that woman was getting, like, cut, and, or raped, in the alley, and they were like, shut up, bitch, before I cut you a new hole, and then you just, like, keep walking, because that's just part of how life is. Like, that, to me, is, like, the most dangerous place for games, because it's in just entrenched in the language, it's entrenched mm-hmm. in the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> We've gone on too long, sorry.
0: No, I mean it's I a discussion it's that that needs to be had.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm oh. sorry, Jen, I cut you off.
3: I was about to say the same thing. It's just it's it's important to be talking about these things.
0: On that note,
3: issue cell. <laughs>
0: You know the perfect title for this—the perfect title for this podcast—which you won't be—would be standing around with his dick in his hand. <laughs> but, um, well, that's what Ricky was saying. Ricky
2: posted on the message board, "How else are you supposed to stand?" And I was like, "Stand." Does he, does he be, was he referring to like stand up for racism? Stand up for. I was like, "What did we say that was talking about standing?" That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. I'm glad i I'm glad I brought that. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad I brought that to the world. That's good. No, I'm.
4: Thank you. Don't use it in department
0: meetings (laughs) or as a podcast title.
2: I really don't want tenure, so it should. Why can't that be our
0: title? We've had a
2: giant in our title
0: like ten times. Equal opportunity. Okay. No, not it. Everybody just heard that Alex Lane titled this podcast. No, No, no. (laughs) <laughs> you think I'm not going to do it right no
2: I know you are That's I you believe that for
0: sure I'm going to give it a, a subtitle that has something about terrorism though. <laughs> yeah, sure terrorists I
2: with was post on Monday that was like from trolls to terrorists or something So you can yeah.
4: steal that if you want yeah
0: uh, so, you don't want me to use standing around with his dick in his you
4: hand? Could,
3: you could do a colon,
4: right? Yeah, Control that's what I'm going to do.
0: Colon. Standing
4: around with his dick in his hand.
3: Or we, or we could combine them terrorism with dicks in your hand. There you go. Terrorism now <laughs> with more, 30% more dicks.
2: <laughs> this <your> is <throat> not horribly <throat> wrong. We need to end this now. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Drink some more of that box of wine, Alex Lane. Drink some more of that box of wine. I know. <laughs> All right. So let's do a um let's do a wrap up. Yeah, we need a wrap up. <laughs> and uh so, um, I'm sorry. Uh <clears throat> we'll do a quick um deals for broke ass gamers. You wanna tell us what you found, Wendy? So, Walking Dead is on
4: amazing sales um, until Friday. The first game is 75% off. The second game is 60% off. The uh, 400 Days is 75% off. So, I think you can grab the whole sequence for less than 20 bucks.
0: That's a deal. Cool. Says, the, says the woman who hasn't finished season, who pre-bought season two and hasn't finished it. <laughs>
3: I'm okay, awesome. I haven't finished season one yet.
0: Don't yell at me. I won't. <laughs> all right. So let's uh let's run through all the wonderful ways you can contact us. If you have something to say. And you may after this episode. <laughs> I know
2: what all our posts are gonna be about this week
0: though. <laughs> uh you can uh, you don't know what mine's gonna be about. <clears throat> um you can uh call you can call us. You can send us you can send us a voicemail. Please don't call us. You can send us a <laughs> email, like we don't have. Uh via the flyout on the uh, Not Your Mama's Gamer blog. Or use the nice little widget on the Facebook page. You speak pipe, send us a message. Uh, we will play it on air and talk back to you and respond <laughs> to you because we love you. Or you can send us an email at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter at nymgamer or like us on Facebook you know just look for Not Your Moms Gamer or if those wonderful things are not your thing you can come to tumblr at nymgamer, th- um, See email, voicemail, tumblr, Facebook, Twitter Twitter. Is that all the ways you can contact us? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so you have all those wonderful ways to contact us and we welcome questions and comments or just kind of general rants. Um, keep them fairly short if they're voicemail because I think SpeakPipe, because you know we're not using the paid version, because we don't get many voicemails. Any voicemail? Have we got any? I don't think so. We need some. We need some. We need some bad. Um, keep them down in like 90 seconds. That's good. You know, that's a long that's a long time. It, it says, says, coming from the women who talk a lot. Um... <laughs> So send us all of those wonderful things, and we will address them on air. Um, and you can always join us. Um, we'll, we'll we send out if you oh if you go to Google Plus um, and follow us on Google Plus, uh, we send out an alert when we are about to do our live hangout, which is generally every other Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. i will
2: it on the website too, and I'll start doing that every Wednesday as post because I think there's people who aren't friends with us on Facebook or Google Plus, so.
0: It's that like don't a
2: know when we're.
0: Yeah, we 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 get on and <laughs> we get on and we start we start chatting and we forget to push start. I um, try to keep we, us
2: on schedule. I'm working.
0: Lol. <laughs> lol. <laughs>
2: um.
0: So you can always join us. Um. And then you can chat in the nice little <laughs> Google Plus chat room. Um. And, Did you see uh, Ricky's title? i Love him.
2: It's on the chat for the
0: thing. You, I'm not gonna read it. No, Just look at it. Yeah, okay, oh, I see it. Um, and you can chat with us, like like Ricky, who's sending us um wonderful little messages um in the Google Plus uh, appropriate messages, appropriate messages, uh, chat area. Um, and look out for. I'll mention it now. We're gonna start a contest uh, tomorrow. Um. So we're gonna start a contest, and we're gonna choose from a pool of people who send us email or voicemail questions. There we go. Voicemail, email, or voicemail questions. Serious ones, please. Not uh, anything crazy. Um, things that we might actually address. Um, and the and the winner of the contest is going to get something. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something that good. was very clear. <laughs> no, it would probably be a T-shirt because I'm still trying to get rid of all those damn T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> But a Not Your Mama's Gamer t shirt is an awesome thing to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, send us, a, send us a voicemail or an email, question or comment that we can use on our next show. And we will um, enter you in a contest to uh, win a t shirt. Come on, let's get rid of all these t shirts so we can start giving away games again. All right. <laughs> so, until next time, people. Uh, Stay cool, stay dry, survive the beginning of the semester, and as always, game on.
3: Game on. Game on.